Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant and I'm joined by one co-host today, Liam. Hello. And unfortunately, George cannot make it uh, tonight. So each episode, one of the hosts or a guest, and this time we have Izzy. Hello. And Ruby. Hi. From? Catalano. (laughs) Will nominate (laughs) an album that they think is flawless. So it's not up to uh, myself or Liam tonight or this evening to nominate it. They will say it's up to Catalano in and of themselves to nominate an album, why they love it, how they discovered it, the context, etc., etc., and why they think it is flawless. So this is serious stuff, guys. And this isn't, this isn't serious stuff. No, no, it's actually <laughs> <not, it's laughs> <not laughs> rubbish. Big stuff. However, it's passionate stuff. Yes. And enthusiastic stuff. Mm-hmm. And tonight we are going to be listening to which album? 69 Love Songs by the Magnetic Fields. Don't fall in love with me yet. We only recently met you. I'm in love with you, but you might decide I might not. Give me a week or two to go absolutely cuckoo. Then when you see your error, then you can flee in terror. Like everybody else does, I only tell you this cause I'm easy to get rid of. But not if you fall in love, I know that I'm on the make. And if you make a mistake, my heart will certainly break. I'll have to jump in a lake. Right. 69 love songs by the magnetic field. So a little bit of context here, guys. It wouldn't involve literally 69 songs, would it? It really really does. (laughs) Ambitious. So, yes, ambitious indeed. So there we go. 69 songs to discuss in our short... Um, podcast. Yeah, so we have some issues sometimes where the albums, the podcast episodes are longer than the albums that we're talking about. So yeah. that, that won't be the case this time because mm-hmm. I've got to get home and get to bed. Yeah, and, and bed's important. <laughs> yeah. Specifically. I don't I have three hours to talk about. Yeah, two hours and 53 minutes. I yes. Mean, according oh, I to can mine. talk about it forever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> However, before we get started, and thank you for the introduction, guys, we wanted to let you know that we have a Patreon for our listeners out there. Um, you can back us from as little as $1 a month, and there's content bonuses for 5 and $10 a month. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash flawless AMP. Mm-hmm. And if you were to join us tonight, you would literally double <laughs> the number of patrons that we have. <laughs> so it's over to you. Do with it what you want. Um, let's get going. So, ladies... Over to you. Why? How? Context, please. The magnetic field. I had never heard of them. Well, I think I first heard of them when I was on a beach getaway in winter, <laughs> doing some puzzles. Uh, in Relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know, just an Airbnb. And um, this is where I heard the album for the first time. Loved it. Uh, became pretty obsessed with it for maybe six months because there's so much content that you yeah. can just keep it rolling. <laughs> there is a lot of content. Yes. It's almost like it's three separate albums. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So there's three CDs. <laughs> and I think I read that Stephen Merritt said he initially wanted to write 100 mm-hmm. uh, love songs 
then realized that was uh, that would, outrageous. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they settled like for 69. Songs, so <laughs> I'm going to tone it down to the much more sensible 69. Yeah. Song. And I like, I think he also, I like that it's a concept album. I like that it's not, this one's supposed to be like a series of singles. It's not supposed to be a start to finish mm-hmm. album. You can kind of just drop him wherever you want. I think he said that he planned on people hating some of the songs. He was like, <laughs> okay. some people are going to hate some of the songs, going to love some of them. Everyone's going to like pick what they like. Yeah. Um, and he was saying that he was specifically writing 69 love songs as like a gimmicky mm. sure. idea and a concept rather than 69 songs about love. So yeah. it kind of delves into different genres and different gimmicks that you hear time and time again is love songs mm. yeah, yeah i think like it covers like pretty much all genres outside of like hip-hop or something yeah like, it's yeah. pretty vast but i heard it for the first time mm. through izzy like but i remember izzy talking about it and i thought it was like just like a beautiful concept um and when i was listening to it there's a song on it called uh, i don't want to get over you And which is also one of my favorite songs off the album. Um, and when I heard it, I had all these flashbacks and then I remembered being like 18 and my boyfriend at the time being really obsessed with that song and then realized that I had actually already been exposed to the magnetic fields and I remember being like me <laughs> and then yeah As now you do I'm with like oh no yeah. backtrack sure. backtrack <laughs> I think there's a song uh, just crossing out of this on the new Julia Jacqueline album and she's talking about she's saying like yeah, I have finally gone to the restaurant you said I would like, and I do like it, but it's not because of you. And yeah. I finally <laughs> listened to that band you said I'd like, and yes, I like it, but it's not because I like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it's like. There you go. So on a beach in Queensland, randomly hear this. Did someone play well, it for you? Yes. yes. No, I mean, no. Like we, you, with other we, people? I was with yeah. my ex-boyfriend and he See, put it on the, the, yes. it on the speaker. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I We would like just on a kind of very relaxing holiday, you know, where you like plan to do nothing yeah. at all. On the Gold okay, Coast I think like the sunshine? I think we're in the hinterlands. Stuff, right? Yeah, I don't even know if we had reception sort of thing. And we had just like puzzles and would just listen to music. And when he played this album, I was like, oh, my God, I love this. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, well done. yeah, it's it's good. It, and I think you really like I think that I know this album so well and I think I love it. But then, you know, in preparation for this, I was like, oh, I'll just give it another listen. And then there's like so many songs when you get towards the end of like CD two and three, you're like, yeah. <laughs> whoa, I don't <laughs> remember this one. <laughs> There's a lot to get through. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's a lot, for sure. Okay. And that relationship didn't last, and yet this you hold as 
oh, up yes. there as, as a great takeaway, I suppose, yes. from it. Isn't yeah. that interesting? That's it. Wow, hey? Yeah, Very no, good. there's no... Um, and yours also was with Negative an ties yeah. <laughs> to yeah. this yeah. album, no, luckily. No and yet life still continues. Yeah, you know, it does keep going. You <laughs> think sun, it's going to stop, That damn sun keeps rising. <laughs> damn those exes. Well, thank you for the music, but... Thank you for the music. I didn't think it would be that easy. Mm -hmm. But thank you for the music. But I also think given the nature of that album, that's such a lovely way to discover it too. Yeah. And and like the um, album touches on, you know, like heart. Obviously it touches a lot on heartbreak Mm. as well and also a lack thereof too. So I think it's, um, it's nice that we both kind of heard it like that. But also, you know. Izzy really is the one that gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you've been friends for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Hey? I mean, it's just <laughs> Sharing so, is caring. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, something problems. like that. Problem shared, problem half. Or That's it. Whatever. <laughs> I love that. All one. that stuff. Love that. Um, so you've listened. Do you, is this, okay, there's a question. Is this a regular in your playlist that you would listen I to? I work and I would to listen end? to this album at least once a week. Yeah. Really? Like three hours, back in the three, three hours. Three hours. Three hours. No, not in its. I don't think you should approach it like you would traditionally approach an album because you'll get bored and like there's only so many times you can hear him like singing about sure. <laughs> Fido's leash being too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's um. That got across, by the way, which is not a good of, sign. <laughs> if you can break it into the three album, or like if you can like. And I guess if you're listening to it on Spotify, it's a bit harder to do that. But if you do have mm. like a hard copy of it, yeah, I think of which have you guys to have hard copies. Each one, I have CD and vinyl. Stop it! <laughs> you have to you guys got too much cash. Each one as um, as its own album, and then look at them all as mm. a collection. And I think that way, yeah, like you can, like you were saying before, it's like you get obsessed with like one, and then you can. Like out over overplay it or something, and then you get like a whole nother bunch of yeah. songs that sound like the same, but like not the same. It's like yeah. sure. when you listen to something, you're like, I want to listen to more music like this, but I've listened to this so many times, and then yeah. it's like you just get like a whole fresh lot of that same vibe to listen yeah. to. Yeah. And you can keep revisiting your favorites and get new favorites every yeah. now and then if you get sick of them. It's good. A new favorite. <laughs> so tell me about the magnetic fields then. What else, other albums have you listened to? Why this one? Um, I mean, listened to his, like the new one. I think he released one a couple years ago. Is that like the, the 50 song one? Yeah. yeah. So one song from every year that he's been alive. He wrote, he wrote one song to represent each year he's been alive. Yeah. Wow. So it'll be like the one from when he was one was when he was born and what the city he was in and all that sort of stuff. So. I do think he's good for concept albums. Yeah. yeah he's a big weirdo. I read that he... Um, <laughs> yeah, no. He, well, here we go. Hope you, hope you like us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read that he is... Uh, 50 song memoir. He only wears brown. He only yeah. wears brown clothes. I watched this like um, video interview thing of um, his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of his clothes are brown. And he was like, well, oh I've got brown God. eyes and brown hair, so I guess it suits me. Maybe if I had blue eyes, I'd wear blue. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was upset because all of his um, underwear are brown and he gets them from American Apparel, but they've just discontinued the brown no. ones. Oh, no. Well, that is frustrating. I don't know what I'm going to do. Jesus. But it was really beautiful in that because he was saying how um, he was like, I think you need to – 
every like everything needs to either be aesthetically pleasing or functional. Yeah. Um, um, and he just has like so much stuff. And because he grew up moving around lots when he was a kid, he was never like he never really had like mass amounts of possessions because yeah. it's like difficult to move. Sure. So like now he's just like a his house. Yeah. But Lots it reminded of me stuff. of like my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, hoard? I'm not alone. Rudy's a massive really? hoarder. Yeah. But, but only great. aesthetically pleasing functional things. So. Yes, all of her things are beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and functional. And, yeah, but I'm yeah. already condoing everything at the moment. Don't. So. So the other thing, <laughs> he, ha- the other thing he has is hyperacusis in his left ear. So any sound louder than normal begins to feed back in his left ear at increasingly yeah. louder volumes, which means they usually play acoustic when they're playing live. He doesn't like playing the louder songs and louder instruments live. Interesting. Um, always wears earplugs, little to no percussion, and typically covers his left ear when the audience applauds. So he doesn't yeah. even, he doesn't even like... Yeah. yeah. I heard that it has changed the way that he sings as well now because he can't mm. hear his voice properly at certain side. frequencies. Yeah. So his voice sounds very different in his latest couple of albums than what it used to... So it's changed the way he sings as well. That sucks, huh? Yeah, but it, I guess it's also interesting to like... Have well, a new context. approach for your mm, melody writing yeah. and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. No try without adversity. That's yep. it. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, character building. I think he's got enough character. Yeah. He seems <laughs> like a very special person. Yes. Definitely. So there has I'd been like a be couple of times when do. they played the entire album live. No ways. Over, this album. Over pairs of nights. So oh, you'd, okay. you'd go along two nights, they play one half one night and one half the other night, which I thought was a cop-out when I heard it. I was like, if you're going to release a three-hour album you and I'm going to play it in full, you've got to play it in full and people are going to stand there presumably for four hours by the time you do instrument changes and yeah. everything else. But people are going to sit, you know, don't release a three-hour album and say, I'm going to play it in full I'm only yeah. over two nights. Curious. I'd do it. Yeah. I went to see Einstein on the beach. That went for like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, okay. Well, I feel like but I'm maybe a... you'd feel like you get more bang for your buck if you get like if it's the same price as one show. Yeah, if yeah. you clear sure. a week a weekend of it. And yeah, it, it probably wouldn't be your best performance by like hour two and a half. You'd no, know, no, like you'd probably be starting to like, hey, especially I'm just given through his this now. like um, <laughs> survival now condition. <laughs> condition, yeah, maybe, maybe it's not a cop out. Yeah, maybe it's to do with could be that. the yes. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Or the artist. So yeah, I thought the it would artist. be. I, I think it would be an amazing, even on a double night, it would be an amazing show to see them go through the whole thing. Oh, totally. So are they touring? Have you seen them live? Help me out. No, I think they played in Melbourne a couple of years ago, but I, uh, I don't think I had money at the time, and I didn't go, which I will regret for the rest of my life, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm hoping they come back or. Uh, I can go to them. Get over there. Yeah, yeah. surely. The States, put, it on, put them on your bucket list. Yeah. I think yes, it is so. in LA. Yeah, I think. San and Fran? a number San of Fran? albums. Oh, I mean, no. these guys are not. This um, was their sixth, and that was in 99, and they've done one, two, three, four, five since, five more since then. So, yeah, 11 albums. Sure. Busy bees. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Busy bees. Well done to them. So, pretty much the entire album was written by him. And mm-hmm. all the pieces were played. Would you like a list of all the instruments that he played on the album? Love to, please. How, how much longer have we got on the podcast? <laughs> Let's all right, hear it. Here we go. 
He did. Vocals, Digitech vocals, Roland harmonizer, vocoder, ukulele, baritone ukulele, classic guitar, acoustic electric 12-string guitar, lap steel, fado guitar, electric guitar, bass, mandolin, auto harp, marxophone, ukulele, I don't know, this is making up words at this stage. Tremolo, <laughs> violin, uke, sitar, zither, violin, musical saw, keyboards, synclavier, piano, harmonium, Wurlitzer, electrical piano, organ, rhythm units, recorder, ocarina, penny whistle, maestro wind synthesizer, melodica, Paul Revere jug, rumba box, xylophone, kalimbas, <laughs> drum kit, rain stick, chimes, maracas, conga, bongos, triangle bells, tambourine, washboard, steel drum, chicken shakers, I don't know what chicken shakers are. Uh. Finger cymbals, springs, slinky guitar, pipes, bamboo harp, spirit chaser, sleigh bells, finger snaps, thunder sheet, kibasas, cowbells, and gong. Spirit shapes. Yeah, that's that's on the list. <laughs> What's an ocarina? <laughs> there was another one that was a something chainsaw or saw something. Musical yeah, saw. Musical, musical saw. saw. So you'd play that with a violin, like a violin. Yeah, oh, or you could play it with a violin bow up and down <laughs> okay. on the saw. Um, the chicken shakers, I don't know what a chicken shaker is. Maybe it's is. like an egg shaker or something. There yeah. is a song a that has chicken sounds on it, isn't there? And those are all just by him. No. That was, so, that, so apart from oh. other people doing other things and other vocalists, that yes. was all the instruments yes. that he played on the album. On the album. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got three hours to play with. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a context in 69 songs. So, yeah, so he wrote all the songs, wrote all, like even the ones that were sung by the people he wrote all himself yeah. and then got them to sing it and then did all the things. Mm. So, yeah, took followed his muse down a path that probably most people wouldn't have followed, but sure. gave us a great album at the end of it. What are your thoughts, Liam? Um, I had trouble getting through the album. Sure. Do you want to know what I did, Grant? <laughs> Please. I would love to know. I mean, I'm presuming you listened to the right album. Which I did listen to the right album. Which is great. Uh, I picked up a tick system. I, I no adopted. Way. I adopted. No I adopted your tick Coming system because you. I could not. <laughs> I couldn't think of any other way to get 69 sure. songs sorted out in my head. Sure. So I went through and listened to them and gave them all sort of ticks and little notes and stuff like that on the way through because okay. the first few times I tried listening to it because I don't ever sit down and listen to three hours in a row. Sure. So I'll be listening to it and then when I come back to it, I was like, I have no memory of where I was in the album. Yeah. So I was like, all right, no, I've got to sit down and do the three hours and You do get a bit lost, hey, actually. Yeah. I've Because there has been a couple of times where I've listened to it the whole way through. Yeah. Like whilst I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. But, um, and I've been like, oh, that was a good little section, mm. but then I can't. Yeah, just go back to it or like figure out where yeah. it was because it goes for seven. Because then tonight on the way here, I normally I just normally listen to the album that we're going to talk about. So I threw this one. I was like, ah, oh, you could probably listen to it on shuffle. You don't the album yeah. order isn't probably that important with a yeah. lot of the songs. So I just threw it on a shuffle. At the first five songs that come up, I'm like, I don't remember this song. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. And then yeah. Next one's like, no, no, I don't remember <laughs> this one. And so like I've got lots of songs that had like ticks and double ticks mm, and all sorts of sure. stuff. But yeah, I got through five before I was like, I oh, know I remember this one now. So it's. There's a lot of music to try and keep in your head at one time Correct. when you're trying to think about it as a. And particularly if you don't, I mean, you guys are giving us some more context around how you've listened to it and why that would have been flawless in your mind. If we had broken it up into three potentially separate albums, maybe we should have messaged context. you and given you some tips on how to yes, make it. Yes, sure. How because to it. <laughs> we, we are viewed as this massive elephant that I need to eat in one sitting. And <laughs> to try and do, for me, with two kids aged two and four, to find three hours. Alone hmm. is I don't have that unless I'm not sleeping I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. So mine had to mine had to be broken up as to we're, you know we're into piecemeal. But you shouldn't yeah. feel guilty um, about that. No, I, well, I don't. You I don't. Know. I just want, again, I'd like to think myself and based on previous episodes that you guys have been exposed to now as an honest person, um, <laughs> even to my own detriment. You see it to a fault. Yes, to a fault desperately and <laughs> consistently disappointing others, and yet so happy with myself. 
Um, so yes, but the context around listening to it in three parts, I think, would have been um, different you know, perspective on how things work. And uh, I certainly in one sitting would have been impossible for me to listen mm. to. So I, I also struggle to from the from for going the distance, as Cake might have said. We in, thought in, we'd in give you some. Um, Hard work. Serious Thank hard you. Work, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's good. Absolutely. Because they, um, I tried even to try and see if there was like a theme in the volumes. Like volume one might be about one thing and two sure. might be another. But they're really, yeah. I couldn't see anything in there, and I couldn't see anything in, written down in sort of any of the articles or anything that I read that said it, volume one's about this, two is about this. So it was just randomly thrown together. And did he even care about the track? order listing who knows is, is it important when you've got 69 yeah. songs like you just throw them all together and see what sometimes happens sometimes i feel mm. like it's following a bit of a narrative but then it starts again or yeah then he'll be singing, about, kind of like he'll be singing be about a dog and that'll be the end of it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and also like super quick yeah like and i was almost like a lot of, some of the songs i was listening to i was like wow this is cool like i can i'm getting into this and then i'm like you just stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really? Pulled out from underneath you. Why? Yeah, like how fucking romantic doesn't go for very long. And there's like no yeah. musical backing to that. It's just That's like just the him clicks. clicking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I tried the other day to like, I'm sure if I was a better musician, I'd be able to. But I was huh. like trying to like keep up with it. And I was like, I actually have no idea what he's doing. I think he's just like clicking At when random. he feels yeah. like it. <laughs> Love that. Uh, favorite songs? Yes. Should we go like one for one, one, for one? or yeah. we just we might not have time okay, to hit all well, of them? But yeah. My favorite. Yeah. All right, I'll start at number sixty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite is well, Papa was a rodeo. Yeah. I love because that's the country one, mm-hmm. and it has like the duo, uh, the quad. Oh my god, what's it called? Duet. A duet, yeah, okay. thank you. <laughs> wow. Technical music language. Yeah, <laughs> it has the duet, and then at the end, you know, mm. she, her papa was a rodeo too. Yeah. It's just so sweet and corny and beautiful. Would you like to pick one? Well, just you like? Before we go oh, off yeah. that one, um, Bright Eyes did a cover of that as well, which I need to dig up. So they, really? I think, merge or someone put out like a 
collection of covers and he did he did that one. But yeah. I have time for Bright Eyes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think that song is an amazing <laughs> example of his ability to craft a story. Like so many of the songs are so short, like you don't have time to learn all about the character. Mm. But he's so good at imbibing the characters with like a real personality and a real history and a soul Yeah. in two minutes and then usually doing something quirky on the end of it as well. So that's the one where it's like it's not, it feels like it's just going to be about him. And then suddenly it turned, oh, hang on, this song's a duet. I didn't know this was going to be a duet. Yeah. And now it's a duet and it's actually like more of that love song of the two of them together. And then, yeah, it's over. And like you get all that in like three and a half minutes. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting what you were saying before, Ruby, about how he moved around a lot as a kid because I think in my little booklet I was reading about Papa Was a Rodeo and um, – they were like, forget, for, for the for the people listening, your little booklet is, oh. is actually <laughs> massive, very fancy, and and it's a cover, isn't it? From yeah, an album. It's a it's, it's from the insert. vinyl. Yeah, it's like a yes. fold out, and it has an interview, and they go through and talk about every single song. So it's quite thick, and there's a lot to read. Uh, but and you love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Unconditionally. Yeah, <laughs> unconditionally. And I'm taking it home with me tonight. Shh, I'm not letting it out of my sight. Um, and he talks about, I think they say, you know, Papa was a rodeo, Mama was a rock and roll band. Mm. And they're talking about like this like crazy song he wrote. And, he's, and they're like, that's so bold. And he goes, and yet it's my life. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like funny when he chooses to be autobiographical and when he – yeah. Just goes with an idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good song. Um, my favorite song of the album is um, The Book of Love. Yeah. Mm, um, that's a classic. Yeah. It's, sure. I think that one, yeah, again, like me picking like. The <laughs> 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 um, but I think that, yeah, there's this line in it that sometimes makes me cry um, when he says, because um, it's like, the book of love is long and boring and he'll like say something different each time but then when he says the book of love is long and boring and written very long ago it's full of flowers and heart-shaped boxes and things we're all too young to know but uh, i think it's just like so yeah. beautiful because i feel like when I hear that, it's like not like me being too young. It's like my parents being too young or like my grandparents. It's just like this idea that love is like bigger than all of us and this like idea of there being a book for it and mm. like it being full of like instructions for dancing and like it being where music comes from. I think yeah. it's just really... Yeah, mm. so the, my favourite line of that is um, the book of love has music in it. In fact, that's where music comes yeah. from. Some of it is just transcendental. Some of it is just really dumb. Yeah. Which is just a perfect description of music. Like it is. Like it's, yeah. And that's not to say that dumb music shouldn't exist or it's bad in any way. It's just some of music is amazing and some of it is just it's, yeah. dumb. So, it's, yeah, I really love that song. And it's been covered by many, many people. So Peter Gabriel did a huge version of it and it was that was like a big single for him. Okay. Um, some guy called Gavin James who I'd never heard of. Two cellos did a version, so like a cello version. Yeah. Uh, wow. Cheryl Bentine, who I also hadn't heard of, and then Chaps Choir which is like an all-male choir review sort of thing. So, yeah, lot, yeah, lots of people sort of picked up on that one. And, yeah, and it's so beautiful and it's such an amazing song. And then it's followed right after by the Fido song. Yeah. 
We're right up here, and then it's like, oh. yes. I, I like the Fido song more than I think you do, Grant. But it's yes. definitely, it's definitely, it's like, I, like I always want to not like the Fido one, and it comes on, and I'm always like, oh yeah, I like um, what's that? W A S H I N T. So Washington D C. Yes, I love that. Okay, and I think it's like a, you know, the cheerleader vibe. And what's my favorite line from that? Oh, it's it's talking about Washington and like all the yeah. great things in Washington, mm. and what it's saying. I love it's Washington. Like my place. Yeah, and then it goes. You know, it's not for any of these reasons. Mm. It's where my love is. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's where not my baby it's an waits for me. Place. It's not where important people do important yeah. things. It's not so because cute. the weather's greater. It's an amazing place. Yeah, this is where you just, are. Yeah, and not because they put it. man on the moon. Yeah. Oh no yeah. no. Yes. Mm. What's the one you really like? The uh, Reno, Dakota. Reno Dakota. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. Reno Dakota, there's not an iota of kindness in you. You know you enthrall me, and yet you don't call me. It's making me blue. Pantone 292. Reno, Dakota, I'm reaching my quota of tears for the year. Alas and alack, you just don't call me back. You have just disappeared. It makes me drink beer. Yeah, that one's really good. We uh, found out that Reno Dakota is like a color, is it a shade of blue paint? Yes. Yeah. And Pantone 292, 292 which is, is like blue. a substitute yeah. for that if you don't have Reno yeah, Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite line from that is when um, she says, I'm reaching my quota of tears for the year. Oh. I think that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> relatable. It's great. Yeah. It like, is. It's, I've got capacity here. I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost done. And then do I think anymore. the last like, line cool. is like, it makes me drink oh, beer. I'm like, no, I've had them before. It makes me drink more. more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, one last favorite. Busby Berkeley Dreams. Love that one as well. And, I didn't and we know. used to cover that as well. Yeah. So forth, of course, of course, but no, you can't have a divorce I haven't seen you in ages but it's not as bleak as it seems we still dance on whirling stages in my Busby Berkeley dreams and that made me look up who Busby Berkeley was because I'd never heard of him before and that was like okay now like the imagery of the song makes way more sense once you actually know who he was and what it was all about. Yeah. And oh. then he references them in, in, in another song too. Like he talks yes. about Busby Berkeley as well. Yeah. I think I saw an interview where he talks about that and he says, I mean, I'm surprised that Busby Berkeley only came up twice <laughs> on the album, <laughs> to be honest. So <laughs> he's pretty prominent in my life. But Busby Berkeley is a choreographer mm-hmm. and film. Is he filmmaker. A film yeah. yeah, filmmaker with like, is it the tw- yeah, 20s and 30s and 20s? stuff, yeah. Okay. With, like, um, synchronised swimming, like, all the girls diving into the pool with, like, the beautiful with flower swimming cap. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It's really... So big production show numbers and that sort of stuff. Extravagant. So. It's over the top Just sort of stuff. Where, where seems yeah. things, 
things seemed so simple and just everyone was smiling and get along and everyone was happy. And yeah, it was all bullshit then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to think back and I think it was simpler. But it probably wasn't. I also watched the one where he says, um, it's like... It's like he could just keep saying everything wrong and he's like, I say let's run away, but I just mean stay the night. Oh, yeah. Um, um, uh, that one's really good. Is it all my little words? We don't need to be I don't really like that. Let's just be lovers. Is that the one? Yeah. Uh, is it that one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like that where it's like, I say let's run away, but I just mean stay the night. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's not like how it goes, but it's his, sort of like that. <laughs> him trying to be like pretend he's in love and he's like promising someone the world. I think that's about kind of like whispering sweet nothings. Mm. Yeah, and then being like, I don't no actually mean it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the words you want to hear, you'll never hear from me. I'm never gonna say happy anniversary. Yes. I think it is funny because this album... I think I need a new heart. That's what the song's called. That's it. We got there. there. Um, (laughs) I think also this album, especially because he has like a female vocalist and is very, like a lot of the songs are very like straight, which I guess is what Mm -hmm. most love songs are. But it's like interesting that he's a gay man and he's written, I don't think there's a single song about a man on there. Like, or like... What would seem like a queer or gay relationship? Yeah, I think sometimes me. he doesn't yeah. necessarily identify the gender of the person that he's singing about, but it yeah. always just he captures it in those terms that it just feels so really familiar that it, it does you just mind defaults to. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like there are some examples of it in there, but it just doesn't it doesn't feel like mm. that or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that's also yeah, maybe a testament to him being like, no, I'm not writing songs about love. I'm writing. Love, love songs, songs. Yeah. as a formula yeah. and that's like he's kind of taking a step Shit. away from okay. it and maybe that's how he could write so many because he like took he was trying not to be so personal about it or so it's was, it was almost like it was the like a writing for him as opposed to yeah personal. it was yeah. like it was a writing Formulaic. exercise for yeah. him yeah it's pretty no, I think crazy. he also may have got lost in the in the desire or the intent to do 69 I mean that is Ambitious. So yeah. Which is funny as well. Like even sixty-nine is like obviously a funny number. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also like in relation to love as well. I think that that's like a real like Yeah, it's, it's like, like such a, a crass funny, take. Yeah. 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 Sure. Look it at us sucker analyzing all of his yeah. intent. But I reckon <laughs> he'd love that too. Like I reckon it's it's yeah. not like when you know you unpack something and mm. you're like now I'm reading into it so much more than he would. <laughs> but I, I, like I think he really he read into thought it. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think going in when I was trying to listen to it, I was like, okay, there's 69 songs on here. We're going to find out if he had 69 ideas for songs sure, or if he took a few shortcuts along the way and just sort of, I've got something here and I need to get the numbers up to 69. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my favourite song on the album is All My Little Words. Oh, that's so, such that's a That's so good beautiful one. song. Um, in a heartbreaking kind of way, uh, it was. I actually got introduced to it. So I heard um, "Kicking with Its Head Cut Off." That was on Triple J when it first came out. Yeah. Okay. And they were like, "You should listen to this album. It's got sixty-nine songs." I'm, like, I'm not listening to an album with sixty-nine songs. Like, what are you talking that's about? That's a good song. <laughs> that chicken one. I, that's another yeah. one that I'm always like, I want to hate it, but yeah. then it comes on. I'm like, oh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty then, good. Yeah. No, <laughs> was, all my little words was used on the Shield, which is my favorite TV show, and they used music really, really well. And okay. that was they used that on a, on a bit of a song in a. In a section, like it'll, they do little um, montage. Let's call it a montage. Yeah. It is a and montage. Then, and yeah. then he, yeah, sure. and then they'd play a bit of music on the top, and they played that on. I was like, this, that's an amazing song. And I looked it up, and 
found out it was on this album. But yeah, it's got that line on it. I think it's right at the start. You are a splendid butterfly. It is your wings that make you beautiful. And I could make you fly away. But I could never make you stay. You said you were in love with me. Of us know that that's impossible, and I could make you rue the day, but I could never make you stay. Not for all. Uh, I and it's just, it's just yeah. <laughs> damn him for And it's just like the, the banjo and the twangy stuff. And if you look online on YouTube, there are heaps of videos of people covering that song yeah. using like mandolins and ukuleles and all sorts of stuff. So I think it really struck a chord with a lot of people. Mm. Grant, from your did you give did you go in with the ticks and your well, tick not, system? I couldn't, not sixty nine, but I couldn't, <laughs> I just, even for me, I'm that one man. All right, um, but Book of Love, I think was yeah. was re- really up there. I also really liked um, Nothing Matters When We're Dancing. Dance with me, my old friend Once before we go Let's pretend this song won't end And we never have to go home And we'll dance among the chandeliers And nothing matters when we're dancing Tatter, tatters, you're entrancing. Be we in Paris or in Lansing. Nothing matters when we're dancing. Yeah. I thought, like, that's a super cool lyric. Mm. Like, yeah. like and, and that perspective is great, just even in and of itself, to go, when, when I'm dancing with you, mm. nothing matters. Like, yeah. Good one. He, he sings um, about dancing a lot. I hope he likes dancing. One hopes That's a genuine so. thing yeah. of his personality because yeah, da- he talks about it a lot. Motif, yeah. and, then, and then time enough for rocking when we're old. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> like there was there were a number of ones which I would say were questionable, but though but I suppose those for mine resonated for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, those those yeah. three. I suppose. Cool. Uh, I also really liked acoustic guitar, which totally feels like it should be sung by a dude it's just um so she always said that you were the one who could make her move her cute little bone you understand where she's coming from which i obviously don't or she Uh, so you're effectively so blaming the guitar good. for why did you know, why didn't she understand me? I'm so yeah. complex. And I'm a complicated person. I'm a real person, but like, yeah, you she'd never really liked it. And it's like, but yeah, it felt like it should have been sung by a dude, but yeah, it didn't yeah. have a woman singing it. Sort of and that's why I think that that is the stuff that is yeah, like with his the way he writes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think interesting. He... Yeah, that that feels like it should be mm. a man singing it, but yeah. it's a woman singing it. Yeah, it's, and I like that he kind of plays around with that a yeah. little bit because yeah. by the end it's like the last line so bring me back my girl you'd better bring me back my girl 
So it's getting aggressive now. It's like I'm, I'm gonna effing fucking play you. You better yeah. fucking do <laughs> yeah. what, what yeah. I need you to do. Yeah. So it's such Put a, a dude thing to back. be. Mm. To it's, be doing. it's such a clever. Like even like listening to everyone's favorite songs. It's funny and like Izzy and I definitely go through phases where we listen to like completely different mm-hmm. ones on it. Or Izzy will tell me. Like what's the like Papa was a rodeo, mm-hmm. which I now love. And so I was like I was saying I swear I listen to this album like weekly. And Izzy wanted to pick that one. I was like, oh, how does that one go? Like I'm not <laughs> sure. sure. And now now I play that one heaps and all of the songs like surrounding that yeah. mm. track I'm like way more familiar with. But that same thing happened when I was like listening to it and I was like, Oh, uh, what like how have I missed yeah. all yeah. of these yes. songs off it? But sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Final pitches for 69 love songs by the Magnetic Fields. Please, before we wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank you. Well, it's first of all uh, a display of virtuosity with yeah. writing 69 <laughs> songs. Uh, I love the concept of it. I love that he isn't being precious about writing an album. He's Some of them are just ideas, some of them are short stories and he's just putting it out there and he is letting the listener kind of maybe even curate their own album with their favourites and I just think it's super cool and there's like heaps of variety and I am still not sick of it. (laughs) Well done. So when did you actually discover the album then that you're still not sick of it, Maos? The the Beach Holiday. Which was which year, forgive me? Um... Two, three, three years ago, four. I don't know now. Yeah, Yeah, maybe like fifteen. I'm gonna say three or four years ago. Sure. Yep. I don't know. It's all. It's okay. Some people do dates and numbers and stuff. I don't. That's cool. It's absolutely fine. But it was more than a year ago. More than a year ago. Yes. Couple of years. So I can confidently say that I'm still not sick of it. Sensational. Yeah. Thank you. I'd say a couple of years for myself as well. Um. And I'm not sick of it either. Um, and I think, uh, to quote the man himself, the man um, himself, some of it is transcendental and some of it's really dumb. Yes. <laughs> and that's uh, did he, did he why this that? album really is, is flawless. That's from Book of Love. One of the that's lyrics. The lyric. mm. okay, I have to listen to it more times. I would have known that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam, over to you, sir. Is this album 69 songs, two hours and 53 minutes? <laughs> flawless. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Um, you you can't you can't apply the same conditions that we would normally apply to sure. albums because Absolutely. I was thinking when I first started listening to like, do I have to make one of my qualifications for flawless albums that you can listen to it in one sitting or like two exactly. sittings or something? But so much to think. So about. a lot of the time we go, it's not flawless, and here's the changes that I'd make. And for me, it's like it's not flawless, and the changes that I'd make would be like I could make a playlist out of the songs that I've double ticked and single ticked. Sure. But like, and then you'd you, make that flawless. But then, yeah, that. You, yeah. You, you, can't, yeah. you can't go like that. Defeats the entire purpose of the album. Mm. You can't go. Yeah, you can't do that. Make it flawless by making it nineteen songs and making the good ones longer. That's just not meaningful. Yeah. Um, the only problem is there were songs in there that I really didn't like. Yeah. So what were some you didn't like? Punk love. I don't love yes. punk, punk love, love, but. I heard it like last week and I let it finish. (laughs) So maybe I like that one now. Um, Love is like jazz. Yeah, I don't like that one. Don't like that one. Um, I Shatter, which is the last song on the second volume. 
Um, it's got a, like a really haunting musical um, violin and line on it. And then he auto-tunes his voice. Like, because it's, it's about like it's a deep and dark and haunting song. Your voice is already deep and dark and haunting. You don't need to auto-tune <laughs> yeah, it to make it really. deeper and darker. It really grinds on me. And then uh, there was one more. Um, experimental Music Love. So oh, that's that's the one that where he one. just says experimental music over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and experimental yeah. music. So, I don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. So it's a bit of fun. I don't like apart from changing those ones out. If you just change those ones out, I probably could have gotten to flawless. But it's sort of yeah. Do you take it and make a playlist of your favorite songs? Do you rediscover yeah. old songs and that sort of thing? So I couldn't give it flawless, but I love listening to it and. There's way more. Gr- I was like, when I was listening, I was like, there's no way I'm going to find that many great songs on here. But there are. There's yeah. so many really, really good ones. Mm. Yeah. So. For sure. Not quite there for me, but. Yeah. Grant, Look, over to you. Yeah, over to me. I'd, I agree on a number of points. I don't think it's flawless. I think it's a massive call, as we've as history um, has shown, certainly on, on us being, I think, relatively hard markers. Probably my, my concern I have right now is that you seem to dislike a couple of songs that I also dislike which makes it just too yeah. um, vanilla <laughs> too samey or the white males yeah exactly I mean I've, <laughs> I think Punk, punk Love I, I didn't I didn't particularly like as well Fido you guys didn't mind I, like, I liked Fido I liked so going I from, Fido oh, yeah. going from Book of Love to Fido was was something for me I think it's a bit, a bit of a, a slap in the face yeah, I'm like, yeah. And, so um, if that was the thing of like oh I don't really care about the track order I'm just going to throw them in it's like no dude you, you needed to care about the track order just a little bit <laughs> yeah, to keep uh, those two apart or for me yeah, yeah. sure um, loves, loves Like Jazz very funny I had up in the front there as well which I didn't particularly dig um, but there's so much good in it yeah. and there's a lot of the ones where as I mentioned earlier in the, in the podcast where if they were like a minute or two longer I'd be like this is just amazing yeah, yeah. and if he'd um, I suppose there's there's the massively um, grand ambition of 69 love songs or 69 songs in and of themselves which is a, an achievement but was were they all flawless or was it all to a standard that he's super happy with um, maybe maybe not would mm. be would be my I suppose assessment and, I'm, and I've, I haven't written 69 songs ever in my life let alone try and <laughs> publish them yeah. or, or, or get them produced so um, I'd have to say for mine it's not but was it a good listen? For sure. I wonder if it's a bit like um, being in love or like a dating life or like everyone's like history. It's like um, sometimes... They're not all hits. Yeah, they're not all hits. Yeah. Sure. And you've got to like kiss a few toads and yeah. like <laughs> figure it out before you maybe like get to the end and some people never actually like yeah. get yeah. to it as well. We're kind of in a way it's like everyone's still searching. Everyone's got highlights. And what And people like different mm-hmm. people, you know. Yes. What and you guys were, bef- were different people mm-hmm. when you mm. first heard this album. And what we found in, in this journey of Flawless is that the albums that are proposed are highly contextual. Yeah. And that's awesome. And that's the value of yeah. us talking about these. And you guys both had ex-boyfriends who, those, that, didn't, that didn't last. And yet you've taken super positive things from it and you've got this awesome album that you're passionate about that you can still, you know, together go. And it's a journey, continues to be a journey a number of years after that Mm -hmm. that you can say, oh, you know, Bubba, whoever his name is or whatever, and have you listened to this for a while and that's great and you can listen to it and go, oh, two songs either side of that are sensational as well Um, and you almost keep discovering it. So there's value in the 69 songs, clearly. 
And I'm like beaming while we're talking. <laughs> me too. Right. I'll listen to it on the car ride home. Oh, and there you go. And that's great. Um, and so thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank I you. Think it's thank you. Thank you for having awesome. us. Yeah. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Flawless AMP on all of those. So you can join us in the conversation, share us or like the, like the posts or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Flawless AMP. If you'd like to back us, as I mentioned earlier, you'll literally double the number of people <laughs> that support us at the moment. Should we say hi to Paul? Yeah. Hi, Paul. Thank Hello, for, Paul. Thank you. Hi, Paul. Thank you. Us. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>